Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Thursday, May 7. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today, a senior content producer and editor of the Booktopian blog, Liv Frico. Hi, Liv. Hey, Mark. Sorry, I was yawning. No <laughs> sorry, that, sorry that we're keeping you awake. And Thank you. We're also joined by social media specialist Nick Vasiliev. Hi, Nick. Hey, Mark. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, Liv, what have you brought for us today? I am reading and loving Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. I have finally got around to reading this because I think it's won like every major book award or at least 90% of the major book awards in the last six months. It was last year's dual booker winner along with Margaret Atwood. Um, but it's just, it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Um, it tells a story of 12 interconnected um mostly women. I think one of them is transgender or gender fluid. Um, I haven't reached their story yet, but it just tells the story of 12 different people living in Britain now, and it tells like, a little bit about their life story, and they're all kind of linked to each other in some way, but not in a corny love actually way. It's more just, oh, this is a network of people that all kind of know each other, and the one thread running through it is there's one character called Amma who's written a play. It's like a big deal it's on at the national theater and it's about um you know queer black womanhood it's really um it's kind of drawing everyone together and it's just like the way she's written it is so unusual like she doesn't use typical sentence punctuation like she doesn't capitalize beginning of sentences she doesn't use periods and it all just kind of flows like it's someone's thought process but it's so like easy to read and just the characters are really you get inside their heads it's it's beautiful stuff. I'm really enjoying it. See, Liv, if, if I were to send you an email with no capitalization or punctuation, you would absolutely rip my head off. Yeah, but you are not Booker Prize winning author Bernadine Evaristo, so you know what? If she ever emails me in my life, I would probably die of happiness. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, have you? Re- did you also read The Testaments, just out of curiosity? I did. Because I feel like do not make me. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I just, I just feel like for for a lot of people, this book is kind of mentioned in the same breath as as the Testaments as well. There's, mm. you know, the fact that they both won the book, it kind of links them, links them in a way. I was just curious as to whether there was um, any anything that you wanted to kind of highlight in in that conversation. I mean, not really. They're just such different books, and it feels like. I don't know. I always got the impression Margaret Atwood was a little embarrassed to have, and in a lot of people's eyes, taken some of the spotlight off Bernadine. They're both incredible books. Like, I raced through the Testaments in about two days, but this one I'm just drinking it in. It's gorgeous. Um, it's a very worthy winner. And you know what? To Margaret Atwood's credit, she's taken a lot of opportunity to shine a spotlight on this book. So both incredible yeah. books and I'm glad I'm finally getting around to this one. Um, and do, how do you reckon it stacks up compared to um, other Booker winners in the past? Because I, I personally have a bit of a love-hate relationship uh, with <laughs> with the books that win the Booker. I'm just curious yeah. as to what. Well, I don't typically read them just because they won the Booker. Like I haven't read Milkman, um, but I I, I would be kind of interested in going back to that, but I did read the one that I think was the year before, um, George Saunders' Lincoln in the Bardo, but I read that before, won the Booker, so I'm kind of, 
like I'm I'm fascinated by the booker and I think of it it is important but then it never really affects my reading habits uh-huh. I don't know I, I find it interesting interesting as a cultural phenomenon and seeing what it does within the culture without it and seeing my own kind of reading preferences separate to it it's weird no but, that, um, that, that's not weird that that, that makes a lot yeah. of sense but also okay. in that same breath like a book about queer black women living in britain in the 20 teens and 2010s is like pretty i don't want to say radical but like it's pretty progressive and not your typical book prize winning novel so I like that they're kind of branching out and recognizing the incredible richness of other people's stories. Yeah, I think it's. I, I agree. I think it's a really important, um, important win. Yeah. Um, what about you, Nick? What have you brought along for us today? Well, I've been continuing my uh, revisiting of slightly, like, relatively older books um, of late, and. It's so funny that you've been touching on the topic of language and punctuation and turning perfect phrases because the book that I have recently been revisiting is uh, Mark Forsyth's The Elements of Eloquence, How to Turn the Perfect English Phrase, which is one of the, the most fun and entertaining books about the English language that uh, I have uh, enjoyed of, um, of late. So I have had a copy of this for a while and before I actually started writing my own book I I delved into this to think about ways that you can write about it and I've been revisiting it and Mark's turn of phrase his description on all of these different types of uh, language and and rhetoric um, is so fun it's so colloquial his description of it his examples of it is just so much fun and it's really a genuine joy to to read and and experience you're actually seeing the benefit of these of these phrases that he's using so it's the one that i'm loving at the moment so uh liv expect nick's emails to just be of a really high standard (laughs) (laughs) i will go through them with a fine-toothed comb as soon as i also locate a copy of that book because it sounds cool yeah well if anyone says grandma 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 i will leave this podcast (laughs) (laughs) but uh, to give you kind of an example his descriptions of i mean the first chapter delves into the world of alliteration and why it's so it's so fantastic um Mm. but he he covers everything so um my personal uh favorite is where he dives into hippotaxis and parataxis um phrases um the ability and style Mm, of writing short simple sentences um and i think he uses yoda as an example in a couple of them as well um, Very fitting for Star Wars Day. Yes. Uh, then and then kind of uh, even delving into you know particular things that I like to use like personification or um, assonance and things like that and actually the, the kind of going the extra mile in terms of not only researching how this particular type of turn of phrase and, and usage of language came into existence, but then going the extra mile of fantastic examples of it. Um, <laughs> pulling from all sorts of places it's so much fun genuinely fun to read and the best part of it is every single um every single chapter flows on from the next chapter so he says oh you can't you can say this and this will be an example of 
of a rhetorical of a like a, of synesthesia but you can't say this like this because then that's an example of apotheosis and then it changes into apotheosis and then you talk about king lear again it's just it's so much fun you can't put it down it's a hell of a lot uh, just highly recommended especially if you are a content and copywriter and editor of the booktopian oh thank you i'll borrow it up off you afterwards if social okay. distancing ever ends well, I expect uh, I expect impeccable uh, written communications from both of you from now on. And I'm <laughs> Have I ever served anything else? <laughs> How um, dare so you? Has uh, Has anything been bringing you guys joy in isolation? Um. Well, it was bringing me joy until I watched the season two finale. Um. I got into Broadchurch <laughs> like last week because. Have I already mentioned this on? No, nope. no, no this I is... haven't. Okay. Um, well, my flatmate and I got really into Broadchurch, um, and we really loved the first season. It was kind of devastating and heartbreaking, but also really clever and whatnot. But then we just finished season two last night, and I was not happy with how it ended. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to go on to season three, but I probably will because it's the crime series set in Dorset in England, starring David Tennant and Olivia Coleman. I really love Olivia Coleman, and she's brilliant in this, and so is David, but he's always brilliant, so you know what? And he gets enough attention, so I'm watching this for Queen of My Heart, Olivia Coleman. And I probably will go on to watch season three, because they're so bloody brilliant together. Their dynamic is really great. Um do you dislike yeah. it because do you dislike it because of where the story goes or do you dislike yes. it? <laughs> I was so upset. But because it's you're emotionally invested or you're just angry at how they told it? Oh no, it's um season 2 kind of follows uh, the the trial, the criminal trial of the mm. murderer who was responsible for the murder in the first season. And how it plays out is so frustrating but also kind of very true to life. And also Phoebe Waller-Bridge style is um plays like a junior barrister which was a oh, nice wow. surprise and it was really funny to google like Broadchurch season two cast and there's all these articles about like and Phoebe Waller-Bridge a uh, newcomer with a couple of dramatic appearances and a one-woman play under her belt is taking on her first big role in Broadchurch and you're like oh if only you knew <laughs> <laughs> um uh, are you gonna watch the there was an American version of it as well wasn't there yeah, but like, probs not, eh? <laughs> probs not, eh? <laughs> oh my there's God. that, there's that impeccable communication that uh, that we've come to expect from you. I was um, keeping guessing, Mark. <laughs> what about you, Nick? What's bringing you joy? Well, I must say, first of all, I actually that makes me want to actually revisit Broadchurch. Um, just just the fact that we that, that Liz's been talking about it because I love it. I love that show. Um. I, I think Jodie Whittaker get, gets a, a... Oh, yeah. Um, a, I think she's fantastic in that show as well. She like, is so good. I forgot oh, to she's her. So, That's I first, the other reason I love it. Yeah. She's like... Because I, I, I first saw her... This is a, before Doctor Who, of course. But um, I first saw her in Black Mirror in the entire history of you. That, that episode was like bone-chilling in terms of the, the the actual story and the nature of the story, and then seeing her in Broadchurch, I was just like, who is this? What is this? Oh, my goodness. Why, why have I been sleeping on this? But, yeah, no, I'm... I'm she really takes that. you on a journey. 
It's oh, so good. Um, but what's been getting? What have, what have I been doing? I've been getting back into music, um, a bit. So I, you know, like to play guitar a bit and a bit of bass guitar. Um, and I've kind of been having, you know, life's kind of gotten in the way with, you know, work and all sorts of stuff. And and I kind of was, you know, I've recently relocated to kind of from the living room to uh, the spare bedroom. And my guitars have just been sitting next to me for the last, you know, week or so. And I just thought to myself, I should pick these up again. And uh, it, ma- it made me realise actually how much fun it is just sitting around playing guitar for a little bit. So I'm trying to get back into it, learn chords again, learn kind of get the rhythm in my fingers going to be able to play music, to be able to play guitar chords again. But um, slowly getting there, slowly getting there. It's a lot of fun, though. Excellent. Well, we look forward to you serenading us uh, on the next Oh, oh geez, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> now, uh, we're about to wrap up, but we always like to uh, shout out to an Australian author at the end. Guys, who are we shouting out to today? We are shouting out to um, the Australian actress and uh, now memoirist, uh, Miranda Tapsell. She's, um, you would probably know Miranda from stories like Love, um, shows like Love Child, which is where I had most seen her, but she also... I think co-wrote, directed and starred in a movie last year, Top End Wedding. It was a rom-com, but it was also about her um, finding her father on in Northern Territory. She's a Larrakia woman. I think that's how you say it. I'm Apologies if that's wrong. Um, but this memoir is about um, her process of, you know, creating that film while also planning her own wedding to James Colley. Um I haven't read this, but Joel Naum, our fiction non-fiction category manager, has, and he really loved it. Um, and we have signed copies, I believe, at this um, at this current time. Um, if you jump in quickly, you can grab yourself a signed copy. But this is your shout-out to Miranda Tapsell. And we have a podcast with Miranda coming too. So you're going to be hearing lots about this book from us and from Miranda. Uh, we love her. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Liv. Um, And thank you to both of you for joining us today. And thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened to us. You can listen to all of our episodes for free right now on SoundCloud and iTunes. And we'll be back at the same time tomorrow with another episode of The Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget... You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces and more. Or if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au.